This is Public Hearing, an Auburn City News podcast brought to you by the Auburn Plainsman. I'm Miley, podcast editor for the Plainsman, and today I'm joined by Elise Sappington, the community reporter. Hey, Mai. So it's a short one this week. Yeah. Before we start, let's talk about Kay Ivey coming here and visiting our vaccine clinic. Yeah, kind of exciting. Um, the governor herself was here, and um, she was joined by the mayor, Ron Anders, and some other members of council, and... Um, yeah, so Governor Ivy just visited the Auburn Opelika Vaccine Clinic just to kind of make an appearance and see how everything was going, which she gave us a big thumbs up. She really celebrated the work that everybody's been doing at the vaccine clinic and how well distribution's going. Um, as a matter of fact, the mayor actually announced during city council that more than 80,000 vaccines were distributed yesterday alone. So wow. that's really awesome. And um, yeah, so the governor was passing out stickers to people who got vaccines and um, yeah, just really uh, gave us, you know, a word of support throughout this kind of difficult time, but it seems like everything's going pretty well. So to begin, during city council last night, the council approved the Community Development Block Grant 2021 Annual Action Plan. Can you tell us more about what that is and what it'll do? Yeah, so the CDBG 2021 Annual Action Plan is actually funds that were allotted by the United States Department of Housing and Urban Development. And so the city received 654 thousand seven hundred ninety one dollars which is actually more than we received last year um, and this annual action plan is basically the city's plan to distribute these funds for different social services and so actually the community services director Al Davis was the one who kind of helped explain what this was and he basically explained that these funds will be split between different projects and agencies um, throughout the city which would kind of entail putting some money towards improving and expanding affordable housing or rehab projects, as well as rental assistance and youth and senior services. Um, So they basically will just allocate these funds to these agencies that they've already allocated funds to in the past, and will just do so again this year, whereas they also actually accepted some some new agencies to fund. And so these agencies would include the Esperanza House, which provides services to Auburn's Hispanic population, as well as Twin Cedars Child Advocacy Center. And so it was exciting to kind of hear that we've added on some more agencies and um, really great to kind of get to see how far the city can stretch these funds and how many different agencies and services that they can provide to our city. And so, yeah, that's kind of a little bit about that. Hmm. So during the last public hearing, you mentioned some issues surrounding Terry Jenkins and his application process. Can you tell us more about what that was and how it went down last night? Yeah. And basically what's going on here is that um, the city's Board of Education is having a new member position open up. Um, And this individual, Terry Jenkins, had already served one full term and he is allowed to serve a second full term if he wanted to. And um, what happened at the last meeting is basically that Mayor Ron Anders came forward and apologized because he did not realize that Jenkins wanted to pursue a second full term. And in the case of that, they would really they would close down application processes and not allow any new applicants to apply and just allow Jenkins to kind of accept that second full term if the council agreed. Um, And so what his request was is that the rules be waived because the application process had already been opened and individuals had um, already applied for the position. And so 
the mayor wanted to waive those rules, close the application process, and just go ahead and um, give Jenkins his second full term. And um, some council members, such as Kelly Griswold, he they kind of came forward and um, expressed his approval of this, kind of saying that it was seemingly unfair to these other applicants um, to not even consider them since they had gone through the trouble of applying, and some of them were very qualified for the position. And um, all in all, they still um, approved the waiving of the rules at the last city council meeting. And so yesterday, last night, um, what happened was they basically just needed to approve Terry Jenkins for his second full term. And although Kelly Griswold expressed his disapproval again, it was approved. And um, Connie Fitz-Taylor actually was the one voting no, which was a little interesting. Also at council last night, Ron Anders announced that they would be holding a vigil for National Crimes Victims Rights Week. Yeah. So um, I didn't really know what this was at first, but um, National Crime Victims Rights Week is something that is nationally celebrated. Um, And this candlelight vigil will be hosted by the Lee County Justice Center And they'll be offering food trucks and speakers um, at this vigil. And it's really just an opportunity for victims to share their stories and have their voices heard by other members of the community and other members of um, the community who have similar experiences and can relate to these victims and also um, have stories and may even be victims of this, of these crimes themselves. Um, so the theme this year is support victims, build trust, and engage communities. So this year their goal is to really bring together members of the community from anywhere from healthcare providers, social services, educators, policymakers, businessmen and women, and churches to promote safety and well-being um, throughout the community. This has been Public Hearing, an Auburn City News podcast brought to you by the Auburn Plainsman. I'm Miley, signing off.